This next segment's pretty straightforward. We're just talking a little bit more about Juan Soto, Pete Alonso, uh, a little bit about India, and just uh, talking about why, in particular, maybe you'd want Soto more than Pete Alonso. Doing this with the Ninja, Ma Baker, and Hanno. Again, from the Sloop Tavern in Ballard, in Seattle, on Market Street. Check it out. His plate discipline is... You know, off the charts. That's what the whole you know whole thing is. He doesn't doesn't swing at bad pitches. And he feels like he's been around forever, but he hasn't. He has, but he's what twenty five years old. Yep. So he's only a couple of years older, like three years older than Julio. So with a guy like him, yeah, you guys are right. Incredible hitter, been around so long, came up as a young kid that it does feel like he's in his 30s but he's not got a lot of career ahead of him for a guy like that i've seen some things what what would it take to get a guy like that would it take a george kirby a kelnick uh, a big high prospect maybe a harry ford is that something you guys would pull the trigger on that's a lot i yes. think i think the padres though before who you think i just want to say this i think the padres if they're making a trade on somebody like Juan Soto, only has one year, but look at the rest of their team. They have a lot of money committed. At the maybe they maybe they have they do get Snell back. Uh, so I think they're going to want somebody that uh, affects the team this year. So I yeah, you're talking uh, one of one of the starters or somebody who's a starter, maybe a Miller, maybe uh, a Wu. Um, Maybe somebody, maybe not one of our offensive players in the in the minors, but I think it's somebody right now. Maybe it's Jared Kelnick, you know. So I think I would be willing to give up more for him if it was a sign and trade. You know, you, I would give up the house for him to sign a, you know, a five or six year contract with us. You know, if, if that was the case, then this, the price goes up. If it's just for a one year rental, you know, then it's like. A, a Harry Ford or a Wu or a, a clap, you know, one, one of our good prospects for him. And same goes with Pete Alonzo. Is he going to be a sign, you know, a trade and sign him kind of guy? Then the price tag kind of goes up. Pete Alonzo's do about 21 million next year. You know, if you sign him for five years for 120 million, something like that, if, if we're able to do that, then I yeah, you know, but I'd rather have Juan Soto. We're talking, you know, fantasy baseball right now. What I, I would like to see. I mean, and you forget, too, a couple of years ago, we wanted Juan Soto so bad after, during, and during the trade deadline when it was the Juan, the Juan Soto sweepstakes and the Padres pulled, were the ones that pulled the trigger. You're right. And they gave up a boatload for him. And so, like you guys mentioned, with only one year remaining, it could be less. Again, I'd love to see either of those. I, if I had to be pressed on one, it's definitely Soto. I definitely just want to sure up that outfield spot that always just seems to be like a rotating hole out there. I know second base is something that we need to look into, but also... I'm not seeing a second baseman that's knocking, you know, 30, 40 home runs, 100 RBIs. That's what I'm after right now, me personally, is we need at least 
180 RBIs coming back just to be where we were uh, last year. As far as the contact stuff, sure, Soto is going to have a little bit more discipline than what we've had out there. But uh, also, and he has the most swag, so I feel like that's the guy I would go after. But I definitely would not be upset if we could get Pete Alonzo in here and get him long-term as well. And maybe there will be more, you know, smoke to this story going forward now that we've made some more room. We'll talk about it again on Monday with Hanno. All right, this last segment is just more of a bitching and moaning and talking it out segment about the Mariners pumping up the prices on the season tickets and how they, like, kind of made you feel a little bit uh, pressured into the tickets and getting the playoff tickets last year and maybe some promises that weren't kept or, you know, the way they go about things kind of makes you feel a little bit not important for being a season ticket holder, like maybe when you first got in. We're just talking about it with two people that did not renew their season tickets, and we're going to find out if they're going to... (laughs) redo their tickets look this is hard hitting shit right here okay anyways check it out this was recorded at the sloop tavern in ballard's ma baker it's the ninja it's hanno and yours truly it's time to hear from a couple of season ticket holders why ma why did you not renew your tickets and what were you pissed off about you were telling me when we were starting this that you're pissed off early yeah, on. Well, I mean, I didn't renew because, for one thing, they upped the price. So the same thing that I bought last year, they upped the price by 150 bucks. I said, and I asked why, and I got some BS, you know, response about blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what it was. It didn't even make sense. And I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just over it. I'm tired. You know, all these years... And I just thought, well, you know what? If when they go to the World Series, I'll just buy, spend a thousand dollars for a ticket, and I'll be spending my money on the stupid season tickets, and and just go balls out for, for Wall Series tickets, you know. Um, so I can just buy bleacher seats for any game I want to go to, and and not have to worry about. I mean, I'll miss paying the, the Ticketmaster fees, but. I also live close to the stadium, so I can just go down and buy them at the box office. But um, no, it just it, it you get tired of waiting. I got tired of waiting. How many years has it been? I'm tired of waiting, and so there you go. But you've been around. You've been around since the Lefevre year, since Junior was there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And late eighties, uh, you know, and um, it's just yeah, I've been waiting, mm-hmm. as we all have. And yeah, and, when we got season tickets and then they come out with the uh, $10 special days <laughs> where every, you know, you can go buy a ticket to, you know, almost half the home games that were, yeah, for 10 bucks. So, you know, why do that? And then when we're about to, we're like two or three weeks out of making the playoffs then they decide, oh, you have to buy this whole script, and you have to pay for every, every, every strip, you know, um, possible playoff game that could happen up front to get you to, that might happen in three weeks. 
And then even when you're mathematically like, that's oh, then, not going to happen. Then here. they waited two days after we were mathematically eliminated to refund our oh, money. No, no, it was two weeks. Two it was, no, it was, was three. It? it was about a month. Yeah. The thing was, at one point, the Mariners, they wanted to sell you the tickets. They made you buy the ticket card round one. We've never seen that here because we played in Toronto when we went to the playoffs. Same situation that was going to happen this year. We were either going to play at Baltimore or Tampa Bay, whoever whoever didn't win the East, and, and or we were going to win the West. So there was no mathematical way the Mariners were going to play a wild card series that could possibly be three games in T-Mobile Park. Right. But they still they still charge bu- for it. Yeah, and I bought my I paid for my playoff ticket strips after that was lock, stock, and barrel. They weren't playing here, and they still made me pay for those up front. Right. They borrowed the money, they gave it back though. Mm-hmm. No interest. No interest. I do it. So what's well, the advantage of getting your season tickets then? Right. That's, I mean priority. And then the other thing, sorry, Hannah, to cut you off, what did it for me was I got, you know, season tickets so that I would get my all-star and home run derby tickets, right? right? And I bought my home run derby tickets up in the Trident section, row two, you know, the, um, is that what it's called? The, the, the Trident deck. The, with the bar. Deck, we were row five in the corner. Like you can't go any farther on, on the, down the line. It was going to be great. Uh, we were going to be in the shade. Uh, we we bought those, and then they Major League Baseball came in and said, "Sorry, we're taking the spot over." Yeah. They sent us they sent us over to the first baseline, baking in the sun. They didn't even give us an option or anything. No. They were like, "We're taking these tickets away from you, and you go sit over here." Yeah. And then it was Major League Baseball's fault. I get it, but they have to then don't sell those to fans in the first. Yeah. No, so that was his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the value of our tickets, let's just say you were going to resell them. They went down mightily and just the fan experience of where you're sitting in hot ass July sun at five o'clock. Cause they have to, this is the East coast market game so they got to play the game at five five o'clock here in july is like three o'clock anywhere else i think i lasted half an inning on uh, for the all-star game up in the, the sun espn eve espn edmonds uh, <laughs> well, well wasn't i wanted to make i wanted to ask you guys a question with the season tickets wasn't it another thing like don't you guys get like auto renewed and they did that to you guys and raised the prices and didn't tell anybody? Isn't didn't am I remembering that correctly? They don't like they it's not that they don't tell you, they just they tell you the new price. They don't go, hey, it's gonna change. They do show you the new price, so it's not like they're and they and they auto renew, you have to opt out. Yeah. They would just mm-hmm. automatically charge you. So if you're not paying attention. Yeah, the other thing was, and then they sent you the email like 24 hours before, like <laughs> we're gonna chart, we're gonna auto renew your your season tickets in 24 hours if you don't opt out of them. Well, and did. if you opt out of them, you're gonna lose all privileges. Right. Well, so right. I was like, fine. Yeah. But they did email us a couple times before that. But they did give us a 24 hour like, 
we're gonna do it. And they did just go, This is the new price, and they didn't explain to you well, why. You're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I opted out, you know, a month, two months before, and then I get an email saying, We're trying to charge a card and it won't go through. You need to put your card in. And I said, Well, I'm you know, because I automatically took my card out of there so that they wouldn't charge me. And I'm like, yeah, well, quit trying to charge me. I already told you I'm not going to do it. So they still try to get you. Well, and also, though, we have to look at it this way. Are we the idiots sitting here going, we're not signing Otani and we didn't renew our tickets. <laughs> and then we're going to fucking wake up tomorrow before this episode. And they're going to be broke because we didn't re renew our, our ticket. Yeah. 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 But you, but you guys, you did get a new ride share parking lot, a new, uh, uh, sweets behind home plate and a new hat back bar and grill. So you paid for something. Yeah. <laughs> right now I did not renew as, as I think I said there in the segment, but I'm planning on it and trust me at least once a day, there's a second where I'm scared that we are going to get Otani and there's going to be no season tickets left to have. But until that does or does not happen, I guess that will just be another one of my reoccurring nightmares along with me not being able to turn in my homework on time. Anyways, that's our episode for today. This was just an early Thanksgiving leftover slash forgetting about the Seattle Seahawks uh, woes right now episode of the Rye Bread and Mustard Mariners podcast season three starts this monday i'll be back with hannah we'll be talking about all the hot topics all the tea that we're seeing online social media what we're hearing what we're feeling we'll be back talking about it maybe you are having trouble finding more and more mariner stuff after you go through all the other mariner stuff well this that's why this podcast is perfect for you we're, we're going through it all we're talking about it all this monday on the rye bread and mustard a mariners podcast season three episode one right here on the odyssey app or wherever else you're getting that podcast action from remember to like subscribe and share and give us that five-star review we love those five tool baseball players but you know what we love those five-star reviews just as much maybe even more than close family members anyways i'm gonna shut the hell up let you get out of here thanks again for listening we'll talk to you on monday <laughs>